you hear that sound? That is the sound of the waves crashing against a bay. But it's not just any bay. It's a Baywatch because this is a Baywatch podcast. In fact, this is Baywatch Rookie School, a podcast where two men who have never watched Baywatch before <laughs> try and watch Baywatch. I'm Michael Eisen. And I'm Morgan Thrapp. Morgan. And uh, guess what? We are continuing our season two trend of bringing all of our favorite people from season one back on for another episode. So that's right. We got ourselves a guest and uh, it's Allie. Welcome back to the show, Allie. And thank you for uh, subjecting yourself to another episode of Baywatch. Hi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the real question is, every time we have you back... Are we going to have you on for good episodes or bad episodes? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this one was pretty good, I thought. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, no spoilers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I even know Morgan's thoughts at all on this. I don't think yeah. Morgan knows my thoughts, really. I don't. I don't. I didn't receive any frantic oh no texts while you were I, watching this episode. I said, <laughs> so that bodes well. Well, I mean, that's because this isn't Gilligan's Island. So, you know. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Fair. Well, fair. I'm glad to say this is not the Gilligan's Island episode again. In fact, <laughs> this is season two, episode 18 shark's cove and it was written by deborah and douglas schwartz and directed by monty markham which makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was aired april 20th 1992 so let's talk about some guest stars so first up we have a man with a name i am frankly jealous of noon or mm-hmm. that's a cool Ooh. name yeah. Uh, my name is Michael Eisen. That pales. <laughs> and I'm Morgan Thrapp. <laughs> this is a podcast for two men. <laughs> well, we got that joke out of the way. We don't need to do that one again. So, uh, uh, Noon Orsati plays Todd in this episode. I don't remember who Todd is, but he plays Todd. Yeah, wait, what? Todd. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, he's mostly a stunt actor. He'll still be doing, he's still doing stunts and does stunts on basically all the Marvel movies these days. So he's, Oh, wow. I wanted to get that one out of the way before we got to Blake Gibbons, who plays Bobby Kramer, Eddie's brother in this episode. Mm -hmm. So Blake started out his career, uh, by playing an Elvis impersonator on that Golden Girls episode where they want to throw a birthday party for Blanche. So they go through her Rolodex to try and invite all of the men she wants to sleep with. But they accidentally go through her Rolodex of Elvis impersonators and invite them all instead. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good as a gag. So she's like, they show up and everyone goes, hey, (laughs) Uh, it's really good. And then his role after that was he was in a documentary about Elvis. Uh, So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, So uh I got to say, I did, you know, I am the baby of this podcast. I did not grow up with a Rolodex. Do do people normally just have Rolodexes of uh, Elvis impersonators and or Rolodexes of people they want to sleep with? Uh, Blanche Devereaux does, because Blanche, Blanche is a woman who knows what she wants. Uh, That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. And what she wants is the music of Elvis and uh, the gentle caress of a man. 
Um, <laughs> the other thing to know, but not the same man. To no, be clear. no, no. <laughs> well, apparently these are all like repeats. Uh, you know, so mm. she's at least you know uh, tried them out once. Uh, so she's uh, she, yeah, she's trimmed it down. Anyways, yeah. oh, okay, men that she wants to sleep with, but she's already slept. Yes. Yes, this is her, oh, like her favorites nice. list, you know. Uh, they hadn't, it, I like that. They hadn't invented a playlist yet. Uh, they only had a Rolodex, <laughs> right? Uh, the, the other thing to know about Blake Gibbons uh, is very important. I asked uh, everyone on this podcast to do some research beforehand and look up musician Dean Ween. Um, because Blake <laughs> Gibbons looks exactly oh. like Dean Ween. Uh, yeah, he totally does. Yeah, which, when I first saw him, I was like, wait, is that Dean Ween? Is he going to sing Poop Ship Destroyer? Is he going to sing <laughs> uh, Reggae Junkie Jew? Is he going to sing Living on the Homo Rainbow? Like, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, but, uh, unfortunately, it was Blake Gibbons. Now, Blake <laughs> Gibbons will come back to Baywatch four more times. As a different character. Wow. Uh, this oh. is the last appearance of Bobby Kramer. <laughs> we never we never see Bobby. No. Oh. no. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your opinion of this episode, who knows, uh, he will not be coming back. Oh. Now, <laughs> next we have Belinda Belaski, who plays Worried Mother. Um, very memorable <laughs> role this episode. I wanted to bring her up because she was on a failed TV pilot that I really want to watch called The Osiris Chronicles. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, it's from 1998. It was just the movie. It was a pilot movie that did so bad. They they never greenlit the series. Um, <laughs> and it also stars the hunky spouse from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. So he's the main character, John Corbett. So... Okay. The plot is a young man teens with rebels to steal a spaceship and find his 12-year-old sister kidnapped by engineers in 2419. Sounds amazing, right? Yes. Yeah, so we obviously got to watch that. Oh, of course. Uh, Now, lastly, there's quite a few actors in this episode who were too boring for me to list. Sorry, failed actors. Uh, But this (laughs) next one is not. And that is Spencer Rochefort, who plays Zach in this episode. He would end up also being mm. on Acapulco Heat, a show which we have discussed before as the like weird Baywatch-esque show where a bunch of um, CIA agents pretend to be hot shirtless people running a clothing store in Acapulco. Oh. Sounds amazing. Okay. Yeah, we've discussed this before. Yeah, uh, he was also in the movie Falling Down. Uh, do you do you know the movie Falling Down? Can't that say I do. Title sounds really familiar. Uh, it's the movie about where uh, an engineer basically goes crazy and goes on a killing spree. Oh, it's it's all right. It's a classic okay. movie. It sound it sounds like it could be a rom com. It's not. It's falling down. Uh, unless you have a deep love of guns, it's not a rom. <laughs> uh, but again, I don't know. Uh, now, in Falling Down, he plays a character called Second Gay Man, which I like to believe is the second ever gay man. <laughs> <laughs> now, he was also in Josh Kirby Time Warrior. Now, uh, 
Oh. I, I messaged Morgan about this a little bit. Now, yes. part one is called Josh Kirby Time Warrior Chapter One, Planet of the Dino Knights. And here's the plot, because <laughs> I got to talk about this. In, I'm ready. In yes. the 21st, 25th century, mankind has found a device capable of destroying the universe. Erwin 1138 separates the nullifier into six pieces, which he scatters throughout time. When the evil Dr. Zoetrope goes after the pieces, Erwin 1138 must try to stop him with the help of a 20th century teenager, Josh Kirby, and a half-human warrior named Azabeth Siege. The race is on. Now, I could not find part one on YouTube. I did find a different website that has it that just archives old TV shows. But on YouTube, (laughs) they have Josh Kirby Time Warrior Chapter 5, Journey to the Magic Cavern, Chapter 3, Trapped on Toy World, and Chapter 4, Eggs from 70 Million B.C., I <laughs> now I watched part of chapter five and sent a bunch of videos to Morgan. And it is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. I would have said the wildest, yeah. but I had also that same week watched the 1991 Where's Waldo animated series. And that is also crazy. <laughs> as fuck. Um, and you need to watch that. There's like an episode where they go to a museum and the the pictures are alive and they travel through time and then they stop the show in the middle of it for you to find Waldo in the scene while wow. some like old Jewish guy just shouts at you be like what are you doing oh, wow <laughs> now listeners it, this may sound familiar to you or it may not because we are recording this episode before we record our episode about the clip show in which we may or may not end up covering an episode of this television show yes <laughs> yes that is Wow, I can't believe I forgot that I did that. (laughs) Or maybe we did something else. Tune in last week to find out. (laughs) I love how weird our show is now. We can't. I know, it's great. We should just record all of the episodes in random order. Absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, that is that is all of our guest stars. Morgan, you should take us in and then immediately stop yourself. (laughs) okay uh so we open on some very dramatic shots of shawnee cleaning her face in a pool um and there's a bunch of uh women who are in swimsuits getting ready to race while some just incredible heavy synth club music whoa what i i wrote down um gratuitous gratuitous swimsuit adjustment yes like that camera person I'm not going to assume gender. That camera person <laughs> got got very got very up close and personal. Oh, it's, like as she was, it, just... it's James Pergola. <laughs> it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I sort of figured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we actually continue, uh, Ali, which version did you watch? Uh, not the one with the club yes. music, because I definitely got an Enya soundtrack. Yes. In fact, <laughs> see. That sounds like it would fit much more so than the weird, heavy German club music that was playing throughout this entire scene. You see, it's interesting because Amazon did not uh, have subtitles for this song. So I transcribed Mm. this by ear. uh, Wow. Just so Ali could read the lyrics. Um, So is that the which one is that? It's 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 what do you mean? 
It's it's the first one. Oh. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, I I have the lyrics for both songs here. But uh this is Rise by Sarah Thiel. You'll know that it's called Rise because there's a there's a theme here uh about rising. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a it's an angelic song with all these like really angelic vocals and the lyrics are <laughs> something else. Uh, Ali, I uh, I have the lyrics here. Would you like to read <laughs> these lyrics? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, but I mean, okay, if if you're a music nerd like me, um and you were really really into Enya like back back in bay the day away, when Enya was really away, big, away. You, you can straight up sing Sail Away to this song. Fun fact. <laughs> like Fun. if if you time it just Fun right, fact. it sounds perfect. When I got my retainer off, and they were using like the drill to like drill things off. I could hear Orinoco <laughs> flow playing. So that was just the sound <laughs> to like them drilling and smoke was Enya. <laughs> God, you had the weirdest childhood. You say I'm now realizing that my childhood was not normal. I thought it was boring and apparently it's super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you like a dramatic reading of, of Rise? You could Please. sing it even. Uh, it's up to you. Oh, I don't remember the I don't remember. Oh the, yeah, the the, um, the, the, the melody is Rise. <laughs> rise. <laughs> not like that. Not like sail. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wake with the sun. Oh rise. Rise, rise, meet the day, wake with the sun, rise, 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 rise. <laughs> meet the day. It's just become, oh, rise, 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 rise. Yeah, what does that mean? Like, meet the day, it's just become, oh, rise, 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 rise. It might be, it's it's just begun. No, they, I listened mm. like six oh, times okay. and I was like, that's okay. a C noise. <laughs> that's become. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just become. It's just become. Uh, <laughs> God, that'll that'll make you think. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was really trying to figure it's, out, you know, what are the themes of this song that play into the episode? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm not smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> Morgan, any ideas? Uh, I'm gonna guess, um, that it has to do with, um, I'm forgetting the word. It's, um, it's kind of like the opposite of falling down or like sitting down. It's, oh, falling it's down. Like what you do first thing in the morning. Like yeah. The, like, the <laughs> like the movie falling down. It all yes. comes together. <laughs> yeah. You see, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> yes. Some real complex uh, Shakespearean rhyme schemes going on in this particular song. Some say uh, Lord Byron wrote this episode of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> a name I've not heard in a long time. That's because he likes to keep his works, you know, hidden. <laughs> Speaking of hidden, <laughs> there was definitely a cameraman underwater for this whole scene. Oh, yeah. So oh yeah. See, see the ladies swimming back and forth. Mm-hmm. But from under, from underneath. <laughs> yep. Okay. So in the in the Amazon version, did this 
scene go on for um, literally four minutes. Uh, something. Because it's quite a while. It went on for it literally four minutes in my version. I mean, I don't think our and episode was truncated. I mean, I think our episode was like 20 or like 43 or 42 minutes. Maybe it was cut by a minute. Maybe. Mm. It's unnecessary. But it did. It did go on for quite a long time. And I was trying to figure out, like, like, is there something that I'm supposed to be paying attention <laughs> There's to? There's a right shark. Right. Another because shark. It, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Was like, is the shark in the pool? <laughs> right. Yeah. I kept waiting for, like, when is the shark going to come? But they're in a pool. And so I was like, but that would be stupid. Um, but it definitely, does um, not, you know, it definitely does not prepare you for the plot of the episode. Because, like, you think the episode maybe will be like, oh, yeah, there's a swimming competition. No. Yeah. Not at all. No, no, no. It kind of doesn't matter. No. Well, I mean, most um, of the show doesn't matter. What am I saying? <laughs> I love this show. Um, OK. Also, the other question I had about this, and maybe it was just because I was watching a low quality rip of the original version. Did it look like everyone except Shawnee and Debbie was like 12 to you or it, was it just weird pixelated graphics making it impossible to tell what anyone looks like? Uh, I could open it up and watch it back. <laughs> it's not that important. I just didn't know because it struck me very obviously that everyone seemed way younger. But if it didn't to you guys, then I don't know. Maybe it was uh, just no, definitely. Me. Yeah, definitely. The two main actresses were like way older. Yeah, I thought. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, exactly. But I mean, like when when I say way older, I mean, like at least 27. Right. <laughs> Pull it up right now. Um, yeah, those damn 27 year olds just so old. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. But I mean, when they're playing like 17 year olds or whatever. Yeah. She's, yeah. They're, they're playing like, um, I don't know how how old Erica Leniak. I know Erica Leniak was like, was 20 or 21 at oh. this point. Um, yeah, because she had, when she started on the show, she had uh, posed in Playboy the previous year, and she was 19. So it's been like mm. two years or so. So Yeah. Or, th- or maybe like three. So yeah, she's like 21. Yeah, 22 tops. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. she was super young. But Debbie, Debbie is like 17, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, we uh, <laughs> we get some wakeboarding now. No, no. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You skipped what? over oh. everything. Oh, you're right. No, I scrolled down too far in my notes. I certainly did. Um, yes, hang on. Uh, Debbie uh, is going to have a beach party, and yes. Shawnee wants to go to the beach party, but uh, Shawnee's boyfriend, Zach's friends, just aren't polite enough, and so she just doesn't think Shawnee and Eddie should be there. Um <laughs> I I thought like I was suspicious from from that point on. Yeah. To be honest, because I was like, you're not inviting your friend because your boyfriend's friends are immature. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really make sense. But on okay. the other and, hand, and, and it seems on the other hand, we yeah. all know that one friend who's dating someone whose friends just suck. Oh, yeah. And you don't want to show up. True. True. <laughs> But it's rare that that friend has enough self-awareness to know that their partner's friends suck. Uh, yeah. I guess so. It's like, look, we're, we're the worst. Don't come. Yeah. I'm only good when women are singing angelically about my swimming. <laughs> uh, um, but, but yeah, we learned that 
Debbie's Debbie's dad is very controlling and wants her to be able to swim fast enough to be in the Olympics. And she's maybe not super thrilled about that. Yeah. I have a question about mm-hmm. that because he he's mad at her because her times during that one practice weren't fast enough for him. Like he's he says, that's not fast enough. And then you want results, you pay the price. Um, and then he says, I want you in bed tonight by 10 o'clock. Yes. And then, and then you're you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. Yes. And she's mad because she had planned to go to this party, but she's not going to tell her dad that. But like, here's my question. Do, do they not live together? Like, is he not going to be there? I had that same question. I, uh... I couldn't figure out how old Debbie was supposed to be in this episode (laughs) and how old Zach was supposed to be in this episode. Um, But yeah, I had that same thought of like, wait, Debbie's grounded? Like, what the fuck? Isn't she Shawnee's age? Like, it's fine to be still living at home. And I guess if you have like shitty controlling parents, Mm -hmm. it you know, okay, maybe they're trying to enforce a bedtime. But I don't know. It just felt really off to me. I wonder if they just like... Okay, in my mind, like, they have the main house, and it's a duplex, right? And they have the second part, and she lives, or she lives in, like, the pool house or something like that, and they're just like, so she can come and go normally, right? They won't, they won't hear her come in, but this time they're like, we're watching you, if you're not in, yada yada. That's my mind. But maybe I've also watched too much of the OC. Uh, <laughs> I only know how those rich people live. Yeah, I feel like I felt like the parents on the OC just didn't care. They were just well, like, mm-hmm. it's more than just didn't I care. I assume that you're going to school. It's definitely more than just didn't care because there's also like Melinda Clark, who doesn't she at one point like murder her husband? Um, and then they're also just like, we adopted this kid who right. uh, is just in jail all the time and you know what? We just got to trust the prison system. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a mom who's literally drunk all of the time. Like, all of the time. Morgan, we should actually (laughs) watch the OC. Like, I... Should we? No, 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 no. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because the OC is the perfect, absolute perfect encapsulation of, like, 2000s weekly drama. Um, In the way that, like, Lost was the perfect encapsulation of like the you know week to week um you know mm-hmm. like sci-fi show and like every other show tried to be lost after it right mm-hmm. there were a billion shows that tried to be the OC cuz the OC was so popular and the OC was just a 2000s version of the whatever the 90s you know version of it's like 90210 or whatever but nothing mm-hmm. was as popular as the OC when it was like the most popular yeah is that the one that had um the California song is its theme yep. song. It also, yep. it also okay. invented Christmica. Ah. Yeah, everyone's favorite <laughs> holiday, Christmica. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a show that I should definitely No, watch. we should. No, I'm recording right. an OC right. podcast. Just as <laughs> I, think, I think at least the first season. First okay. two. The third one. And yeah. I watched I watched it when it was like coming out. Like it was like yes, new. Same. Mm-hmm. I watched it when it was yes. on, so I can I can I can come on your your podcast that and you're we can making, start that you're definitely podcast. gonna make. I mean that's the thing. <laughs> um, right. It's funny because right now, uh, 
I, I'm not saying this because this is happening, but some of the cast of the OC have started their own OC rewatch podcast. And I'm like, I don't want to hear oh. what they think. They're biased. They got paid <laughs> to be in this. I didn't get paid to be in this. So listen to my real <laughs> opinions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll be the podcast network of people who cover shows that people sort of care about way past their prime and give the raw, unfiltered opinions about More those people shows. People would listen to an OC podcast than a Baywatch podcast, I think. I mean, I believe that, but it's not a high bar. We're not a high bar, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> What are I mean, you talking about? This is the most sophisticated podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's like jokes on this podcast. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Speaking of jokes, Morgan, let's talk about windsurfing. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Um, there's two brothers out on a power ski and a wakeboard and... Uh, one of them on the wakeboard is doing stunts, but Eddie doesn't like it. And there's some really badly ADR dialogue of him saying that that just sounds like he's in a sound booth somewhere. Um, <laughs> so don't you love that when you know that they the actor didn't t- speak correctly into the boom mic. So now they're <laughs> recording it so that they get a clearer audio. But like you can totally tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't often notice ADR, but when it's as blatant as it was in this episode, it's just like, <laughs> woof. Yep. I've got a quote. I've got a quote for you. Oh, please. <laughs> Some hot shots out there. He, he thinks he owns the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't have that, can we? <laughs> we can't have that. But also, like, I thought this was a really sort of like a psychic moment for Eddie. Like he saw this. He saw them doing this out there and he's like, you know what? There, nothing's going wrong yet, but I feel like it's gonna. So I'm just gonna get out there before it even goes wrong, and it's a good thing too. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, our friend on the wakeboard, uh, well, he crashes into a bunch of rocks, and mm. then the guy who's driving the wave runner swims away. But Eddie's already on his way over on one of the new lifeguard wave runners that they got. Three episodes ago, this, this something like so that. Confusing. Time means nothing. This seems so confusing <laughs> for two reasons. One, in the Amazon yes. version, maybe in the original version as well, this whole time, right as the guy's like hitting the rocks, the music sounds victorious. It's just like, yeah, oh, same. It's like, what? Yes. It's, so yeah. that's the first. I noticed mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tonally off. That's the first thing. Second thing yes. is... Even in my version, our version, you cannot tell who is who. So I thought someone stole yes. Eddie's jet ski. And I was like, oh, no, they stole his jet ski. You no, know, it was just another <laughs> lifeguard or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very confusing and doesn't actually end up mattering at all for the rest of the episode. Absolutely not. But you got to get those those jet skis in, you know. Well, I mean, it does in the sense that it was two brothers and one of them was an older brother and he was the one driving the boat. And yeah, that's what that's what triggers those blurry, hazy memories. One of them was Cain. One of them was Abel. (laughs) This is the story of humanity. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just don't feel like Baywatch needs to give me an establishing montage about the concept of brother. Uh, like uh, Morgan, I have a brother. Morgan, I get you it. You forget that we had a whole song in this show about fucking your brother. That is true, and I had forgotten it. But you know, now once again, I haven't. So thanks for that. <laughs> Look, this is the season about brothers. You know, we've had we've yeah. had brother. Uh, we have Eddie's brother. Uh, in a few yeah. seasons, we'll have Hulk Hogan brother. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is it's really the uh, it's the Philadelphia season. Oh yeah. Uh, well, isn't Eddie from Philly? Hmm. I have a question about hmm. Wave Runners. Um, okay. Where is the like the propeller or the engine on the Wave Runner? Yeah, I had this same question. Let's look it up. <laughs> Because uh, because as you're looking it up, um, they did they did wind up having one of the lifeguards hang on to the back with um, with the person who had crashed into the rocks and was injured. And then they just sort of dragged them back. But I'm wondering, like, is that can you do that? Like, is that safe? Like, is it safe? I'm I'm assuming probably not because I wouldn't want to be dragged back there dragged i'm from minnesota <laughs> i wouldn't want to be dragged back there with uh with the propeller so close like that's not wait. yeah right? i think i got it here wait okay oh is this huh? not gonna okay wait gotta save this <laughs> i gotta save this as a jpeg <laughs> it's a gif yeah, it is <laughs> okay wait is this gonna make it a dot jpeg dot gif or is it gonna make it a jpeg so, oh, listeners, no. what Michael has done is posted a file into the Discord that says, download dot jfif. <laughs> it's a file type. I was picturing it so small, so I forgot to squint at it. Okay. Yeah, so if I'm reading this right, it sure looks like uh, it shoots a bunch of water out the back. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's okay then? Maybe. It still doesn't feel great, especially when you're dealing with someone who just smashed into a bunch Got of rocks. Injured. You know, this is this yeah. is cleaning yeah. out his wound. <laughs> and then and then the thing that they say to chastise the big brother uh who was driving the boat is that he should have made sure um that his little brother was wearing a life vest mm-hmm. um and and that like that would have saved him no like <laughs> the only thing you did wrong it wasn't crashing into the rocks it was definitely that he wasn't and, wearing like a life, save him life he's vest. not dead he's just hurt <laughs> Like, yeah. poor choice of words, Eddie, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what I don't. Uh, this whole scene. Same. The whole, like, first five. <laughs> the whole first, like, five to ten minutes of this episode. I feel like yeah. you could have condensed it into about 30 seconds without losing anything. No, Morgan, <laughs> we need all of that jet ski footage. Mm-hmm. In fact, this next scene. This flashback wouldn't make any sense if you hadn't learned about the jet skis. Yeah, true, true. Tell us about it. Um, yeah, so this flashback at first is uh, Eddie is a little kid and uh, he skinned his knee. And now Bobby's saying, don't worry, I'm your older brother. I'm always going to take care of you. Well, he bandages up Eddie's knee. And then the words that are sort of like echoing in his mind are just like, I'm your big brother. I'm your big brother. brother. Dental plan. Lisa needs phrases. Dental plan. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. Huh. Um, but then uh, we go back to Eddie's houseboat where he's looking at a bunch of pictures that his brother drew. And it sure does look like a young kid drew them. Um, and now we get another flashback of Bobby well, so, and Eddie. So let's, let's first. I actually did something I don't normally do for this episode, which is I wrote my notes as I was watching it. I didn't I normally like, mm. watch it first and then I watched it a second time and then do notes. This time I did my notes the first oh. time through. Um just because and my assumption here was okay so he doesn't like just have the spoilers schizophrenia he's got something Mm -hmm. else like a developmental disorder on top of that right yeah Yeah. they don't address that like schizophrenia alone doesn't necessarily make you have like a developmental disorder so i had many well, I, yeah, I was curious about this, too. Yeah. And I actually know a psychiatrist. Oh. So, um, and so uh, she was actually on my podcast. You can listen to an episode about her giving somebody CPR sort of out in the real world. Say the, um, oh, say the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll plug my podcast again. It's called Well, What Happened? Um, and it's just basically I get... Um, Every episode, I get somebody new to come on and tell me a story. And so, yeah, she's she's a doctor in real life. So she um, she told like a cool like doctor story. And it was yeah, it was it was an intense story to hear. Um, and I'm sure it was more intense for her. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was I was curious about the depiction of schizophrenia here. Um, so I, (laughs) I got in touch and I was like, would you be willing to give me like a comment for this podcast (laughs) that I'm going to be on? (laughs) And I showed, I, I showed her the clip of, um, of this, this flashback, uh, where, um, Eddie is leaving or uh, Bobby is leaving. Eddie doesn't want him to go. Bobby starts shaking him and saying, Bobby, oh, Bobby, lobby, hobby, nobby, Bobby. Uh, excuse Bobby me, it's Bobby, like Bobby, Bobby, Hobby, Lobby, Bobby. <laughs> I wrote down Bobby, oh, Bobby, Bobby, oh, Bobby, Lobby, Hobby, Nobby, Bobby. So we Bob seem O'Reilly. to have a discrepancy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the who. He's just like, I love the who. Side point, sorry. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to completely derail your story. But this is the perfect time <laughs> no. for me to once again tell you, Morgan, that you need to watch Joe Para talks with you, and especially okay. watch the episode about the Who, where Joe Para hears Bubba O'Reilly the first time ever, and then can't stop listening to it, and invites his pizza delivery guy to dance with him. Uh, this <laughs> also is told while he's at church. Um, Oh, right. Yes, watch that show. It's the best. Anyways, <laughs> Ellie, please continue. Um, yeah. Okay. And then and then he um, and then Bobby dramatically touches Eddie's face and says, "The end of the curb lets you see the praying mantis, Bobby." And Bobby's saying, "Like, stop it! You're scaring me." Um, and I I was like, "Is this a disrespectful representation of yeah. schizophrenia?" And um. According to um, a- according to a psychiatrist, she says that this actually is, quote, not as ridiculous as it might seem. Um, what he's wow. doing is called word salad. 
Um, and actually, it is pretty common for people with schizophrenia to say things that like might rhyme or sound similar. Oh, like so the Bobby Lobby Hobby Nobby thing um, is something that might actually happen. And then the bit about the praying mantis, she said that's maybe a bit much. But it's not completely unheard of um, because people with schizophrenia do tend to have thoughts like that that they can't explain to you. But that sentence uh, would have made complete sense to him. Like, Interesting. He would have he would have said it with like complete seriousness. Sure. Um, but but like he wouldn't be able to explain why <laughs> he said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, people with schizophrenia ha- tend to have disordered thoughts, paranoia, hallucinations. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then I, I asked her a little bit later about antipsychotic medication, and uh, she has more to say about stuff that happened later in the episode, too. But, <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it there for now. But, yeah, so so that's not okay. it's actually not yeah. like a completely um, inappropriate portrayal of what someone with schizophrenia might behave, behave like. And Google okay. says that it's a long-term mental disorder um, that uh, involves a disconnect between thought and act or thought and behavior or a disconnect from reality, delusion and a sense of mental uh, fragmentation. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. I am genuinely surprised to hear that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. This was this did like this did seem like a better representation than I remember the 90s having for schizophrenia. Uh, I was yeah. supremely shocked while watching it, being being like, even if this isn't accurate, it feels nicer than a lot of mm-hmm. things the 90s did with schizophrenia. Like, it wasn't like, look at the funny man. It was like, he has, yeah. a, he has a thing. He has schizophrenia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they don't even, like, to talk kind of just about him in general throughout this episode, they never portray him as, like, a bad person. No. Like, right. it's... You know, he's got issues and it means that he's behaving erratically, but it's not like they don't paint him as like a monster or anything, which, again, uh, given this show's history with mental health, even is shocking to. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and it's really weird. So I just want to this is the perfect time to talk about some of my feelings about the portrayal of Bobby. Which it's it was very mm-hmm. weird. So like as I mentioned earlier on, like I see this Dean Ween looking guy and I'm like, okay, this guy looks goofy. And this is just before like, you know, he even he even speaks. And then he speaks, and I'm like, that sounds exactly like Freakazoid. It's not. It's it just <laughs> he has the same like his voice has the same tone. Uh, and that's when things got confusing for me because I was like, oh, is he playing as this character as? like mentally undeveloped or is there some other disorder there is does he think that this is what someone with schizophrenia would sound like like it was so weird to me the idea maybe that like they researched schizophrenia and then said let's just (laughs) add a symptom you know on top of that yeah Mm -hmm. i'm sure your friend has another thought about that uh as well (laughs) yeah um, yeah, I, I considered having like recording something so that she could like give like a give her own take on it. But we didn't have time. I mean, we got um, time before this episode yeah. releases. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah, I'll see. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I can get her to record a little something. So. Morgan and I were yeah. just talking That'd about cool. this right before you came in to the call. too. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Having just like surprise drop in random guests. Yeah. But oh my god, yeah, that would be so <laughs> but, cool. But one, yeah, we don't tell each other about. Yes. <gasps> and I think oh, that would be so cool. I mean, I think I know the person you're talking about, Allie. Yeah. So yeah, yes, if she yes. wants to, if she wants to record a segment, that would be awesome. She's got a beautiful accent. Oh, yeah. She's hilarious. So, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Something else. uh, Get back to this for a second. Um, So, Uh you know, we have this scene. And, you know, as as Ali said, Bobby gets taken away. Um, Mm -hmm. And in the next scene, Shawnee says, I didn't know you had a brother. And this is blowing my mind again. Because in this season, we have seen the progress of them get engaged then episodes mm-hmm. later shawnee goes do you want kids because she just never had this yeah. conversation before and now goes well you have a brother now my real <laughs> question is does she also know that eddie had a sister who drowned like how many siblings <laughs> does eddie have how much trauma did this one person experience yeah well and and it sounds like he was a foster kid. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah. Like they reveal later, this yeah. is a half brother, and then eventually, I guess th- these foster parents also get rid of Eddie at some point because he because oh. it sounds like he has no stable family, really, right? Uh, so I'm so confused about Eddie's life, especially since they never mention the sister ever again. They won't mention the brother ever again. So, nope. so I'm like, do we also like get like a pet dog of Eddie's who like, I don't know, like got stuck in a tree. And then there's a whole episode about like this dog eating flies to survive. And then we never <laughs> mention them again. Like what else is going to happen? <laughs> Would you surprise me? I feel kind of bad because I think that Bobby is actually a great character and... Yeah, that makes me sad that he never gets brought back. Yeah, it does definitely, you know, kind of reduce him to like token status. Yeah, they're just like, well, here's what we need to tell a very special story about and, a very special and person. It's, it's, it's um, so token that they don't even explain yeah. fully how that part comes to be, because it's like Eddie is bringing Bobby yes. to California yeah. with what money? Eddie is yeah. poor. Like, he owns a houseboat, sure. But he's a lifeguard yeah. who runs a store. I get We haven't seen the store in a long time. So, like, what? How? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, like you said, uh, Eddie brought Bobby out from Philly, and now he wants Shawnee to come with him to go visit Bobby. But now it's time for our... Uh, earlier foreshadowed beach party. Um, <laughs> and oh boy, it's a whole lot of people in their 20s in swimsuits drinking and dancing on the beach at night by a fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you say dancing, you mean like two people were dancing. <laughs> yes. And the rest of them were just kind of standing there. And <laughs> Honestly, that seems accurate for parties I go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There were lots of there were lots of good quotes in this in this Ooh, moment. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice any. So so um um oh shoot, what's her name? The the girl Debbie. um Debbie, sorry. Debbie is running into the ocean or 
she's running into the ocean with her boyfriend and um and she says, "Wait a minute, what about the pizza?" And then he says, "Forget about the pizza." <laughs> and then <laughs> And then and then he turns to everyone, like everyone at the party and like shouts and gets their attention and then goes, "Thank you animals. This is a private party." <laughs> and then the two of them the two of them go into the ocean to to canoodle. <laughs> Forget yep. about the pizza. <laughs> I, I did. He he did it. <laughs> God. Yeah. So the the two of them just go and like make out in the ocean for a while. Um, but then she gets pulled underwater and rip off jaws. Music starts playing. Yep. Um, it. I mean, am I wrong here? Did it not sound exactly like someone just copied the jaws theme song? <laughs> I yeah. I thought so. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was also confused as to what was happening yes. because yes. she just, she, she nothing seemed to come up and, and grab her or anything. She just went underwater. Ooh, yes. And, spoilers. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, and then the boyfriend, Zach, sure does stuff. He, he lives away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. I did everything I could. I swam in the opposite direction. <laughs> I I wrote down that he said I couldn't save her, and then I wrote in all caps, "Did you try?" <laughs> <laughs> like because because yeah, we see the whole thing, and it all of it it takes about two seconds, and he doesn't try to save her. He just swims toward the beach, and then. Um, and then yeah, and starts yelling for people and then cries because he couldn't save her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it definitely felt very sketchy to me. Did he say shark? He did. Because I, I was think trying to. So. Yeah. OK. Important question for later in the mm-hmm. episode, though, uh, is so did he get on shore and then convince everybody to walk away or was everybody just still there shouting for her like given what happens later on in this episode, like, I feel like if yeah. you draw people away from the water, like, yeah. it would have drastically yeah. changed this episode. I don't know. Yeah. Unless Debbie Maybe. is just, you know, uh, like, it, like, there, I guess spoilers, there's, like, a buoy that, because yeah. there's a buoy there that's this, like, round... Yeah thing yes like the normal buoy you you might be like has like a pole and you could hold on to it you couldn't hold on to this thing so like she's just if she comes up she just has to regain her her like her posture and then swim back Uh she can't hold on to anything right so yeah yeah was she was she hiding behind the buoy until everybody left or (laughs) right I guess that I didn't that didn't occur to me. That's a good point, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like this episode didn't totally make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we uh, we get to the next day where Ben and Mitch are searching the beach and they find part of Debbie's swimsuit. Um, and Mitch is like, well, I'd help you, but I'm going to San Diego today. A fact that. Doesn't come up for the rest of this episode. <laughs> it comes up once, but not important. It does. Like that. It comes up once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, I'm curious where the hell that was. You. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> um, but after that, wait, wait. So well, this it's... part was confusing to me the first time through because mm-hmm. Ben is there as well. And Ben says, I remember the last shark attack here from eight years ago. And I'm. Yes. And so I, my I guess this is my fallacy for assuming that we're still at Baywatch because this is Shark's Cove. <laughs> Which I guess isn't mm. Baywatch, watch because otherwise it would have been. I guess last year, and it was your friend Jill. <laughs> yeah, that was no. I had that same question during the scene. I was like, "Wait, did the previous one just not matter to you, Ben?" Like, right. and it's <laughs> not like they forgot about Jill. There's a flashback to Jill in this episode, and yeah. there's a flashback to Jill two episodes ago in the clip show. So it's like. Or the episode before this. It's like in the clip show. So, like, <laughs> they didn't forget about her. They just invented a new part of the beach that's separate I from guess? the part that they oversee and said, ah, you see, sharks don't normally swim to this part of the same watered beach. They stay over there in their <laughs> lane. You know, <laughs> they, they know not to come to this side of the tracks. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. I have thoughts about this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but uh after that we it follow Eddie and Shawnee as they are heading to the ranch where Bobby lives, and everyone there is giving them real weird looks. Um and so now they meet with Bobby's doctor, Dr. Lester. Are you not going to describe her car? <laughs> oh, it's uh, the same pastel blue Toyota MR2 that she's had the entire season. It, I could swear it was silver, but whatever. I thought it was silver. It looked blue to me in my copy. I don't know. Ah. It was blue in previous appearances, and it's definitely that same MR2. Okay. Well, I don't remember huh. the cars in this show. So <laughs> I trust you. I was going to say, I thought it was a, a white convertible. Yeah, it is a convertible convertible. Yeah, I think it's like a pastel blue. But let me find a screenshot of it. Um, someone else talk <laughs> because my keyboard's very loud and I can't edit out audio that I'm typing on. Allie, would you like to describe the next scene? <laughs> yes. So so they meet with the doctor and I did talk to um, an actual psychiatrist about what she says. And she says that. The doctor's description of what schizophrenia is like in this scene was spot yeah, on. That makes sense. Um, oh. Saying that it's not like a split of the mind. It's like a split from reality um, of the person. And then she says, like, uh, she says Bobby's depressed. Um, they switched him on to a new medication. And so um, and, and my psychiatrist friend uh, did talk about that antipsychotics that they would put somebody with um, severe schizophrenia on um, would uh, make it harder to like it it would slow your reaction time so you wouldn't want to drive say a boat with (laughs) while you're on this medication Um, but yeah (laughs) Um, drive a boat drive a cow drive a horse you know same thing <laughs> Maybe a horse would be fine. I think, like, just as long as you don't have to react. Really yeah, you quickly. become one with the horse. 
<laughs> yeah, that looks that looks silver to me. Okay, so yeah, and back like, back to the, a blue dress the car thing. Or is it a gold dress? <laughs> <laughs> One, I do agree that it is actually probably silver. I think it's just the lighting in the copy I was watching or color correction made it look very blue. Oh. Um, and two, I misspoke. It's a Celica, not Wait, an MR2, but it is the same car that Shawnee's okay. been driving the entire season. Is this season. a picture from this episode? No, it's from S2E1. Okay, I was going to be like, I remember this. Yeah, no, no, no. I looked on uh, Internet Movie Car Database for this car, <laughs> the uh, wi- which is a real thing the- and a very useful resource. Some may say it's the wiki feed of cars. <laughs> no that's a tire tire hub let's go with that (laughs) no sorry that's hubcap hubcap that's good this is actually a great time to insert uh this comment here which yes so i uh before is this the the story i was told to remind you about Okay, so I, for the viewers, want to uh, preface the tangent Michael is about to go off on um, <laughs> by telling you that he sent me a message tell and me, no, I no, set a reminder base. do that, tell them what okay. I regularly do. Oh, yeah, you regularly tell me to remind you about things to talk about on the podcast. And this is literally the first time I've done that in the 40 episodes that we have now recorded. <laughs> yeah. Um, But it is because the reminder I set for myself, uh, which thankfully was enough to make me remember what it was you wanted to talk about, uh, was just tell Michael to talk about foot capitalism. Yes. So, Michael, would you care to talk about foot capitalism? Yeah, I'd love to. (laughs) I was having this thought the other day about my podiatrist. And (laughs) my podiatrist is this. How podiatrist was he? <laughs> like, I know this feels like a stand-up. <laughs> I actually do think this might be a good story for a stand-up set. This feels like this feels like the beginning of a of a tight five stand-up routine. Okay. Oh yeah. Go oh, ahead. I could never <laughs> construct my tight five. It's so loose. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a loose seven. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of wild. So he's the kind of guy where you go in and he's always just like super excited to see you. And super excited to talk about feet. Uh, I mean, it is his job. <laughs> but you go in, and even since I was a little kid, it, it's always you and some, like, 80-year-old person in in the waiting room. And so it's you, the 80-year-old person, and this just wall of shoes. And I like to describe <laughs> these shoes as the shoes that they enforce you to wear if you work in a bus tunnel or, like, a subway tunnel. Um, it's okay. those like really thick tennis shoes. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And what he uh-huh. always does, no matter what the appointment, it could be like I'm doing surgery. It could be I'm removing an ingrown nail. It could be orthotics. Hmm. No matter what, at the end of every appointment, he picks up your shoe and then just starts twisting it. He starts bending it in half and go, you see how (laughs) inflexible this is? This could break easily. (laughs) So he keeps on, like, trying to break your shoe. And the idea that, like, oh, you have no shoes to walk out of here with. Just so happens I have the best shoe ever. This $99 bulky tennis shoe. It's great for your arches. So 
every time, <laughs> every single time. So my mother one time went and he broke her shoe. He was just like, you see, you should have worn <laughs> no. your shoe. It's, it's oh, my God. Just break it. The only reason my mom goes to him is because he's done like eight surgeries on my mom. Uh, for like different issues so it's like i'm not gonna go to anyone else he just knows all my problems but he also breaks all of my (laughs) shoes so then you just leave barefoot driving home because this doctor broke your shoes and every single time he'll come up to like the front desk and he'll have the person like you know uh get your your invoice or whatever and i'll be like so do you want to add on a shoe onto that (laughs) like um and you look at the shoes and they're all like you know if there's like air jordans this is like jordan minus sevens in terms of like fashion and you're just like "Mm, none he goes it'd be great for your arches and we're like oh my arches are fine thank you doctor and every time you walk out the door you can just see him look at you frown and then shake his head no and then look at the next person <laughs> that and go is, you that ready is one way to make money it's though foot capitalism. Yeah. he's to insuring <laughs> himself to make money by breaking your shoes yep yeah he has a spare for you you just have to pay for it <laughs> i i just imagined him as like an old school italian gangster be a real fucking shame if something would happen to your <laughs> shoes no no it's not that he just looks you know what he looks like? He looks basically like uh, like Dr. Rick Moranis. That's what he looks like. <laughs> I should also add the 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 thing isn't limited to to like shoes. He'll like you know uh, like numb your toes and numb your feet for a process, and it'll just start doing that to your big toe. I'm like, my guy, I can't get a spare of these. This is my own. Hey, what the fuck? They'd be like, look how flexible it is. It's numb. I bet you don't <laughs> feel that. It's like, no, I don't. But you probably shouldn't. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. What the fuck? What do you mean? What the fuck? <laughs> This is the wildest man you've ever told me about. Is it the wildest? (laughs) Well, it's up there for sure. (laughs) I mean, I haven't told this story on the podcast yet, but is it as wild as the Jembe school? No, no, it's not. That is true. That's for another time. Uh, Yes. uh, Yeah, the only reason I go to see him still is it's like, this old thing where it's like, you got to see the family doctor. Like, my uncle, mm-hmm. up until his... <laughs> I know, this is a short tangent. Up until, like, <laughs> 65, saw was seeing the same doctor he saw when he was, like, 10. Um, wow. And in the year, like, 2015, this doctor discovered Novocaine. Uh, <laughs> he oh, he no. wasn't using it before. <laughs> so all of a sudden, he's oh like, oh, wow. They've really improved technology. <laughs> you gotta see the, the guy. He's the family doctor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you not have this? I mean, you're here. And no. you're not in your own state. It's like, you don't have this? I mean, I had a family doctor, but, like... The one you didn't owe. break my shoes. You owe gratitude to the family doctor. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a good foot. 
<laughs> Give it you the orthotics. You pay him back. You see him only. Hey, Bozo, we got a bunch of these orthotics fell off a truck. You want some? You want a Fido? Call a Vito. <laughs> Sorry, Ali. Yes. I've never been to a pod- I've never been to a podiatrist. Me either. Oh, really? <laughs> Am I supposed to go to a podiatrist? I was wondering that too. Actually, I mean, it depends. Have you ever watched how you walk? Nope. Oh well, I mean, maybe you should, and then decide. I mean. I got orthotics because my walk wasn't great. And uh, yeah, have you never like injured your ankle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you didn't uh, go like, well, maybe I I should see the guy whose specialty is this part of my body. (laughs) No, because because I just I got a walking cast on it and then they told me to do physical therapy. And so I did that. See, that's how you don't support the family. My- you got to support the family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Come how did on. we get How did we get here? Oh yeah, because of because of Car Hub. Yes. Car Porn Hub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Ali, you're the one who added porn in there. I explicitly was not saying this anything. This was sexual. not. Wikifeed <laughs> isn't sorry. sexual, okay? It's an archive. <laughs> no, Michael, it's an archive. Ooh. I'm going to tell my doctor about that one. <laughs> I hope he likes it well enough that he doesn't come break my shoes in the middle of the night. I'm going to give you his card. Don't worry. I'm going to wake up with a bloody shoe in my bed. <laughs> You're like, I have no more shoes. I must buy decent shoes. Anyways. Or the shoe is cut in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's the Godfather. It's just the dead horse. But it's just like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what you're saying. So it's yeah. just like, an, yes. like a pair of echoes in your bed or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagining that, like, if the twisting didn't work, that, like, he would, if you stayed long enough, he would eventually get more and more aggressive with your shoe. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Like, and, he gets... Until he's trying to say, like, a good shoe should be able to withstand, like, a samurai sword. And then he's... <laughs> I, it slowly becomes, it becomes saw, but for orthopedics. Like, maybe I'm not making it clear just how aggressive he goes. Like, he go he takes both ends and just twists it. Like it's a rag. I'm not joking. <laughs> he does this to everyone. Like I was, I was waiting in the chair for him to come see me, and I could just hear him go, "You see this shoe?" <laughs> like twisting their shoe, and I'm like, "Oh, they're near the end of their appointment. Uh, it's my turn soon." Good <laughs> oh, lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna bring us. I'm gonna bring us yeah. back on. Topic. All right, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so speak, speaking of shoes. <laughs> oh, there's a shoe thing. <laughs> Bobby's Bobby's going to the beach, mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Doctor Lesnar has decided that the appropriate psychiatric treatment for Bobby, a man with schizophrenia, is to go spend the weekend on the beach with his half brother. Well, he misses him, uh, which. <laughs> Didn't feel like a real treatment no, to but me, he does, if I'm being he honest. He does miss him, but it's not like a treatment. Sure. Sure. It's like a treatment for his depression, not for anything else. It's, 
I feel like it would be good. I don't know. Yeah. Outside and near the He's already outside. Very good for my mental health. He's he's with the horses all day. He's outside. (laughs) Yeah, but he's not on the beach. I feel like it could make sense, but I would want someone other than Eddie looking out for him. Like literally. I want I wanted this whole episode to be like, listen, Eddie is a lifeguard. He has saved people. I yeah. want to like trust his judgment. No. And I want but I didn't <laughs> want I yeah, I didn't want to be like paranoid that he's gonna make stupid decisions, but mm-hmm. here but we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah, they uh they go to meet Bobby. Oh yeah, oh, oh they go to meet Bobby. Okay, yeah, continue. Yes. Did you did you write down the lyrics to this montage we're, song? We're, we're, that's Michael? in a few scenes, but yes. Oh. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we we have a little bit where they go and meet Bobby, and Doctor Lester gives that explanation about what schizophrenia is, and Bobby is super ripped from doing farm work <laughs> all the time, and very excited to see Eddie. Um, and then Bobby meets Shawnee and is very attracted to her, which I was afraid was going to get very creepy during this episode. Yep. But thankfully, it doesn't. Yes. This episode pleasantly surprised me in a lot of yes. ways. Yes. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think especially now knowing that their depiction of schizophrenia wasn't as offensive as I had yeah. feared that it was. Yeah. yeah. And and the way that Bobby goes on to be portrayed because. I'll be I'll be completely honest and you can edit this out if you want to. But like <laughs> I I was scared that they were going to have Bobby like get violent with people. Yes. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, Same. Multiple times. And I was going to I was going to be like, well, yeah, there you go. You got to make you got to make the schizophrenic person like mm-hmm. violent somehow. Yeah. That was I mean, that was my exact worry this entire episode, yep. because yep. that's what they've done any other time they've talked about mental illness on this show. Yep. Um, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But so now Eddie and Bobby are off to the beach and first they got to change clothes and they do. They do have to change clothes. They sure do. And uh, Harvey is going to borrow Shawnee's car because his is in the body shop again. And again, this doesn't come back and doesn't seem to matter. So I don't know why we spent so long. I wasn't sure if they cut that out of our version or something. Yeah. Harvey shows up for this one scene. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. And then they have this whole back and forth about how his car just lives at the body shop now and he takes it out on occasion to get it into an accident. Yes. And then he's like, Shawnee, can I have your car? And she's yes. like, no. And I, at first I was like, good, good for you. Don't let him have your car. But then she's like, fine, but you got to be really careful. And he's like, I will. Yeah. I don't understand. Ah, like, maybe if you're borrowing someone's car, don't make a joke about how many car accidents you've been in. Like, Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to, yeah, and also also good to know that it never comes back again. Nope. <laughs> it was completely irrelevant. Just like Harvey. Um, mm-hmm. But now, uh, now we get the montage... Uh, the second montage, which is basically just Bobby running around while Eddie tries to take care of him. Um, There's one cute scene And he's in doing it. a bunch of random things. And then he... I did like the section where he was excited to help Eddie set up the lifeguard tower. Yeah. That was very cute. Um, but yeah. then they end it with him putting up an American flag and saluting it. So that's great. 
cool. I like the part where... Glad we had that capper. I like the part where there's a girl on the beach smiling at him, and he just lays down next to her, and then he just gets up and leaves. Yeah. I was like, that's... That was pretty funny. (laughs) What kind of music do you get? Um, I honestly don't remember. It wasn't anything memorable. I wrote down, I wrote down, beauties all around us, in quotes, because I think that... That was what that was what the lyrics. Oh, don't were. worry, don't worry. Uh, I have the lyrics. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, okay. and then I and then I put in parentheses. I don't hate it. I didn't hate it either. <laughs> I gave it like a seven out of ten. Uh, this- <laughs> and then I thought, like, honestly, this is music that I maybe would listen to, like in my <laughs> spare time. So there's some music in this show I don't not hate. Not that bad, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is one of them. This yeah. is Mesmerize by J.R. Richards. And uh, Allie, Ooh. would you like to read to us these lyrics? <laughs> yeah, I would love to. <laughs> all right. You see the world around you spin as it all falls down. But we're young and we're strong and we'll overcome this cold world. The beauty's all around us. The beauty's all around us here. Don't let anything rob your sight. So hold on to what you believe is right. This love will come and comfort us tonight. And uh, believe it will open all our eyes to a better place where we're all mesmerized. I can't promise you won't hurt when it all comes down, but we're young and we're strong and we'll mend up this war-torn world. War-torn? Beauty's all around us. Beauty- <laughs> yeah. War-torn. This Beauty's is a beat show, us. sir. Beauty's all around us here. <laughs> so don't get lost. Just hold on to what you believe is right. This love will come and comfort us tonight. What? I believe it will open all our eyes to a better place where we're all mesmerized. This love will come and comfort us tonight? This Again, sir, this I, is about uh, brothers. <laughs> what is with this show I gotta say, and fucking your brother? Well, yes. But I also have to say, I think this is maybe some of the better lyric writing we've seen from original songs on this show. From what I remember, J.R. Richards <laughs> is the one who also did the... Um, like Mamo, like one where he's like contemplating oh. getting out of the gang life. So like he's been he's right. done the best lyrics technically yeah. of the show so far. Um, so yeah, this ain't this ain't this ain't horrible. It's decent. No, yeah, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't no. hate it. Yeah, <laughs> which is honestly saying something for the original music in this show. Whoa, Morgan, how dare Hello? you? We love the music. <laughs> Do we, though? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but next- I wrote mm-hmm. I wrote a lot about what goes on at the end of this scene, too. With oh, Bobby yeah. And the yeah, Bobby and Eddie, because like <laughs> I got <laughs> I got kind of in my head trying to like figure out what's going on with Bobby here <laughs> because um, he uh so two people are walking up to him and um i can't remember why but bobby kind of gets upset mm-hmm. and um i think they want their ball and then or something or oh or oh okay something. yeah oh yeah it was like a right. or something yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then um and then he starts yelling at them and saying that's not true i am his big brother and um and then bobby or Eddie pulls Bobby away and says, you know, I know that you heard voices that that maybe said something, but they didn't say anything. And those voices weren't real. And then Bobby says, I know, I know, but I hear these voices all the time. And they tell me um, they tell me that I'm not your older brother. And so, like, I was wondering <laughs> why. Why is that something that upsets him so much? Like, why is that something that 
why does that make him so upset and frustrated? And I was wondering, maybe is it because they were foster brothers? Mm. Or maybe he feels that because they're not blood relatives, that he that maybe Eddie doesn't see him as a big brother anymore. Or is simple than that based on how ham fisted this show is. Which is the line <laughs> later on, which we find out where he's like, I can't be your older brother anymore. Where he told him, I'll always be your older brother. So it's just like yeah. symbolic to him where he's like, I'll always be your older brother. I'll always be there for you. So to say I'm not your older brother is like, I can't go back on my promise that I'm older mm-hmm. than yeah. you. <laughs> okay. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I'm wondering if he feels bad that he hasn't been there for well, Eddie like recently. I mean, that I don't makes know. Sense. Yeah. I think it was definitely some of that, because I think it's shown later that he very much equates being a bigger brother with protecting and making sure no harm comes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, yeah. But I think also uh, it's just that they set up the concept of brothers being important. And so they needed to find every single possible second to hammer that home in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing. This is a very important I want to add uh-huh. is uh, we skipped over it because it's not super important, but we skipped over the scene. The other scene where Mitch mentioned San Diego. Uh, oh, oh, isn't that next? Yeah, I think that's next. Well, then I wrote it out of order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because next up is Mitch telling Shawnee to go help Ben with the shark attack and then yep. tells her that it was Debbie or Shawnee reads that it was Debbie. And she's like, oh, my God, I know this person. And Mitch is like, well, why don't you not do this? Shawnee's like, no, I must. Um, yeah. And this is where he mentions San Diego again. Yep. OK, like, I'm going to San Diego. So it's on you. Ah. Yeah. Yep. Are they like detectives? Real and important. Like, what, are, what, <laughs> are they, what is their job? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're beach detectives and also psychics mm-hmm. and also lifeguards. <laughs> yeah, it gets and a little. Also, they're like marine biologists. Yeah, too, because <laughs> because they go searching for some sharks and then they go. Nope, <laughs> there's no sign of sharks. <laughs> That's later. We've, I'm we've sorry. Told, it's fine. And not a spoiler. Seen them in the past, specifically Vanessa Angel's character take lab readings of the water. So, yeah, they are marine biologists. (laughs) (laughs) At least some of them are anyways. Yeah, but (laughs) they do everything. But let's talk about the most important thing. The most important lifeguard. Do you know where I'm going with this? Not a clue. So the next scene after (laughs) this is Shawnee telling Eddie about Debbie. And then Eddie. Uh. So Eddie had come back with Bobby and uh, he told mm-hmm. him, you know, like, stay here. Watch. Watch my stuff. To which to which I wrote, oh, God, please don't leave somebody with paranoid schizophrenia alone at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. But yeah. Eddie goes outside and can't find Bobby. And then mm-hmm. Eddie does the most important thing ever done in Baywatch. Which is, I think this is the first time they ever actually call Heinz the lifeguard and they say Heinz and he says, Heinz, did you see him? And Heinz goes, no. And boy, howdy, I think he deserves an Oscar for that. That no was delivered with such execution, such confidence. 
man, I feel really glad that these guys are watching our beaches. That's the joke. That was the joke. (laughs) I'm out. I also I also made a note about uh, when Eddie and Shawnee interact. Um, and then he's kind of comforting her and then gives her this very weirdly slow forehead kiss yes. that I had to make note of because it was very yes. slow. Yes. And it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, sweet. Sure. But very Sometimes slow you just need to go for accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you don't want to accidentally yeah. like, hey. I, I, let me tell you, multiple partners in the past, I've gone in too fast and just headbutt them. <laughs> and then you just smash your face yes. together. Yes, I have. I have a big face. It just targets people. It does It does what my mouth doesn't want. You know, it just it has a mind of its own. It's like that's where my brain is. And my mouth has its own brain. <laughs> That's weird. Mm. No, don't like that one. I don't like no, that. Don't like that one. Okay. <laughs> Here's a thought though. Here's a thought though. Is the uvula the brain of the mouth? Kind of looks like it. <laughs> I think that's the foot of the mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna try twisting it. Oh, oh god. I got it. I got it. I didn't know we were doing a body horror podcast this episode. I got I, Jesus. I got a spare one on the rack. In the lobby. <laughs> yeah, you know how you have like spare buttons on your shirt? Doesn't everyone have like a uh, like a spare uvula tucked under their armpit that they're just like saving for in case someone twists yours in half? I forgot a key detail <laughs> of the foot capitalism story, which oh, is that oh when no. you go to his waiting room, all there's all these <laughs> magazines and all of the magazines are at least three years old. And like half of them are like feature Rachel Ray on the cover for some reason. So you're just like sitting there reading like, man, I wonder what Rachel Ray cooked three years ago. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, you really get to catch up on like all the celebrity drama of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> did did Rachel Ray get canceled? It like 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 probably like her show got canceled or she as a person got canceled. She as a there person. was that time when everyone thought that Beyonce's one of Beyonce's songs was talking about Rachel Ray, but they were talking about someone oh. else, and Rachel Ray had to be like, "No, oh. I'm not that Rachel. I'm a different <laughs> one." Everyone's like, okay. She's uncanceled. I don't know if she's canceled now. But she should be because her show sucks. $40 a day? Oh, that's a horrible idea. You can't. No. no. Also, she has the worst episode of Iron Chef. Anyways. Ching! Iron Chef. Uh, oh, God. That's my, contrib- that's my contribution to that conversation. Um, oh, wait. Here's a Harvey scene, I guess. So. Here's your. Oh, yeah. But it's not about cars. It's about boats. Nope. Yeah. Shawnee and Harvey are on the scarab when Shawnee gets a flashback about Jill getting eaten by a shark. (laughs) Um, And also some other shark attacks, maybe. Oh, please go ahead. Can I tell you what I. Here's what I wrote down. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm. It's a it's a genuine question because she she had like a lot of warning that this shark was coming for her. Mm -hmm. So like 
why didn't she punch the shark in the face? <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I think so. She was a lifeguard. Like, I think not you're supposed to punch it in the she face. She was a lifeguard, not a marine biologist. She wasn't one of the marine biologists. <laughs> you know, she wouldn't. Have yeah. She's not a ninja. Which is funny because <laughs> the actress who played Jill was in a reality show where proto reality show where she swam with sharks. So if anybody would know, oh, it's yeah. her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was like Sea Quest or something like that. I don't remember what it was. But yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you talking yeah, about Yeah, they that. have these news headlines where it's like, actor swims with sharks. Is she going to die? We have to wait till next week to find out. What? So it's kind of like cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Shawnee just gets to relive trauma again. <laughs> there reminds me of there was one episode of um of Survivor back when like in the first five or six seasons when Survivor was like the biggest oh, thing yeah. on TV. Um and they they were doing like a on next week's episode of Survivor. Um and they showed like a whole bunch of sort of disjointed shots. Sure. Um but they they showed they showed somebody like getting seriously injured. They showed blood all over. Oh, I know. They about showed this. a fire. And then they showed they showed an alligator kind of sliding back into oh, the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they show, like, medics coming and running and trying to help somebody who's been injured. So, like, so it leaves you with the impression that an alligator right. attacked yeah. somebody on this show. And I I watched, uh, like, in one of the daytime talk shows that I was watching, like, they were like, did you see, like, did you see the next, the the preview for the next, se- the next episode? Like, <laughs> does an alligator attack a dude? Like, I need to know. Yeah, that's some <laughs> good trailer editing right there. Holy yeah. shit. I'm going to assume that no alligators attacked anyone on the episode. No, the alligator <laughs> had nothing to do with yeah. anything. Of course. <laughs> Oh, my God. They just they they on Survivor, they did like to show like random animals, yep. you know, just doing their things huh. uh, as I'm like Mr. as like Alligator. cutaways. Fucking up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gonna take a bite out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a tangent that had nothing to do with anything. No, it's good. I mean, <laughs> have you listened to our show before? <laughs> <laughs> Or even the previous tangent we went on about foot capital. Or even the last time you were on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Oh, and then this next bit where Uh she's about to go into the water. I thought it was pretty magic how she is wearing a red swimsuit, like a red sort of skimpy swimsuit. Uh And then she goes, she takes off her jacket and she goes, I'm going in. And then she comes out of the water in a black mm-hmm. wetsuit. They do this often. Like a full yeah. body black wetsuit. <laughs> and I was like, am I hallucinating? So I went back like 10 seconds to see if I was wrong. And no. Nope, they do wow. That in this show. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they, they have a, a habit of just being like, uh, these these lifeguards are also quick change artists. Quick change. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get into a wetsuit. Have you ever tried to do it before? Like, it takes no. a hot minute because they're very tight. Sure. And they're supposed to be pretty tight on you um, so that you stay warm. So that you stay um, dry. But, like. It's a, it's a dry suit. Is no, it a dry I'm suit? Joking. It's a wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> there, Because there are, there are, like, there are dry suits where they, they do insulate you with air. And, like, oh. there is air inside the suit. Certain divers will use them, especially if the water's really, really, really cold. 
Gotcha. Um, the only reason oh, yeah. I know about dry suits, and I'm not joking here, is because of Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> uh, of course. No, I've actually, the shameful admission <laughs> is I only started watching Evangelion for the first time last week. No. Yeah. Are you done no, with it? No, because I'm depressed. Oh. <laughs> after, okay, after after this, we need to talk about, we need to talk about your experience because I just rewatched it. In twenty. Okay, well, yeah, so. I'm only a few episodes in, uh, and oh, look, I know what happens in the end of Evangelion movie because someone told me okay. about it once, and that's what put me off okay. from watching it so long because I'm like, this is fucked up. I don't know if I want to watch this, uh, and so I finally am getting to watching it, and I'm like, no, it's it's worth it. This was one of the thing. This is one of the shows that got me into anime. Okay. Like, okay. No, it was one of the first shows I ever watched. It was that I was watching um, Neon Genesis and Trigun okay, well, simultaneously. Amazing. Trigun is the best. I, I actually recommended once <laughs> Trigun to to Morgan. I think I can't remember. I believe you have at one point, Morgan. I honestly can't tell the difference between you and my exes, so I can't remember <laughs> if it was you or one of my exes. <laughs> Hold on, I need to write that down. That's a good quote. <laughs> I know I told somebody who doesn't like anime, which is just the people I date, uh, and also it happens to be you, that don't like anime. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't remember which one of you I told to watch Trigun. But I told somebody to watch Trigun because it's very good. <laughs> Thank you for putting that in Here the Discord. <laughs> Anyways, what does Shawnee find? Shawnee, Shawnee finds a way, a way, yes, <laughs> exactly. Shawnee finds a weight belt attached to the bottom of the buoy, which um, I have it written in my notes as a weight boat, which I don't know what that is, but I do like it. I pictured just like a bunch of uh, like buff bodybuilders on a boat, just like doing exercises as they cruise down the uh, the ocean. Um, joke, but I but yeah. I think that is what uh, Trouble in Paradise is. You're probably right. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's, <laughs> at least Hulk Hogan posing. True. Um, but yeah, she finds a weight belt and they head back to shore. Next up, uh, Bobby's cod. Ah, wow, I just can't talk today. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing. Bobby is Bobby is pretending to be a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's loving it. He's having the time yeah. of his life. <laughs> and he's never felt this way before. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And, and I swear, <laughs> it's the truth. And I owe it all in. Wait, this one I actually get. Unlike when Ed came on and would nonstop talk about Jim Blossom songs. I'm like, I don't know the Jim Blossoms. Like, I know of them. Now, I don't to be know fair, the songs. Now, to be fair, it wasn't Jim Blossom's songs. It was just almost all of the lyrics to Hey Jealousy. Okay. Yes. That is, look, you can tell me that's all of their songs or one song, and I believe you. Fair. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, well, he's uh, cosplaying being a lifeguard, which is what I was trying to say originally, instead of cosplaying or whatever the ooh. fuck I said. Um, ooh. 
Ooh. I think cod's play is what they do down at uh, Pike Place when you order a fish. Uh, well done, <laughs> well done. Morgan. Yeah, but you have to get a, you have to be wearing a cod piece, otherwise they won't give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, are you wearing a cod piece? Okay, I can throw this to you. <laughs> you got if you catch it with your cod piece, you get five bucks. Oh off. shit! I want to try yeah. that. <laughs> Vaxed and waxed and cod pieced. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Michael, you and I are going to start the Olympics of uh, cod piece no. cod catching. <laughs> That's a horrible idea, and I don't think we can get into Japan with that idea. But no one can get into Japan, so lose, lose. True. Um, but while while Bobby's codding around, um, a woman comes up to him and tells him that her kid is missing, and he says some word salad and runs away. He says, the points meet and there are too many hamburgers. And then she goes, what? <laughs> and then he goes, the points meet and there are too many hamburgers. <laughs> and then she immediately finds her kid. She immediately yeah, finds her kid. I was like, <laughs> you haven't searched her very long, have you? You're crying You're like, where's yeah. my kid? Oh, there he is. Like, what? <laughs> Right. I will say I will say like as a parent, it's that moment where you you can't find where your kid is. It's like you feel everything like you feel nauseous. You feel like your sure, heart starts sure. beating like crazy and you're just like, oh, but shit. Maybe, but like, maybe if you had been in the Osiris Chronicles instead of her, it wouldn't have gotten canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Only one way to find out. Mm, time for a dramatic restaging. <laughs> oh, man. So I sort of I sort of get the panic there. But like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is a little contrived. <laughs> but again, like, according to uh, the uh, the psychiatrist I know, when he says the points meet and there are too many hamburgers, that that would have made complete sense to him. Sure, sure. And it would have been the perfect thing to say at that time. Sure, sure. I mean, he doubles so, down, so yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, he doubles down. He repeats the same thing because he knows. Yeah. And and maybe maybe what he was trying to say is that your kid is literally right there. Maybe you should just look for another two seconds. Use your eyes. <laughs> and then buy him a hamburger. Yeah. I think he should have just, you know, in a moment of uh, uh, precognition, should have just shouted at her, my brand, over and over, like the commercial. <laughs> what? Look, look with your special eye. My brand. My brand. What the fuck are you two talking about? You don't know this commercial? I don't have the They don't have my brand. It's such a. I have specialized. It's my favorite commercial. I used to quote this commercial all the time in college. It's okay. It's a commercial for like one eight hundred contacts where you can call. I'm going to find this commercial. You call a hotline and then they deliver. They deliver the contacts to your door, and she's saying, "Why don't you just use one eight hundred contacts instead of going?" I to just the typed in "look," and with, he goes, "And this came up." <laughs> okay, Morgan, Morgan, okay, you gotta, we got you. Got to listen to this. It's thirty seconds. Okay, my brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite commercial. 
I have a follow up when you're done. That's 10 seconds. Oh, no. Can I watch this yeah. one, too? <laughs> Bob Brown. Truck Shepherd. Yeah. Yep. So as you see, Morgan, uh, this is an amazing commercial. <laughs> that is very good. Yeah. <laughs> look all right look with your special eyes <laughs> my brown <laughs> see i truly just Bobby is uh you know the other commercial that i used to quote all the time is it's my money and i want it <laughs> yes. now oh, that one i know I'm well versed in J.G. Wentworth, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I would say that all the time. <laughs> I, money so I want to know. <laughs> um, God. Well, now that we've we've finished uh, talking about all of our sponsors, if you want to go to one eight hundred contacts slash beef boys, you can get a, a discount on your brand. They watch um, home of the beef boys. <laughs> Order contacts today, and we'll throw in a free love sink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, still no one has taken us up on the love sink. So one of these days, someone will have to. One of my friends. It's just the law of averages. One of my friends told me they take it. And I'm like, you have to DM us. And they're like, I yeah. am doing that. And I was like, then you're not getting the love stick. <laughs> you got to DM yes. the Baywatch Rookie School podcast Twitter and say, mm -hmm. I want a love sink. And that's how you get a yeah. love sink. Yeah. Also, you have to have proof of partner. Um, we're not going to give you a love sync just for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It, it, this isn't about self. What if, what if you get a love sync and you have a partner, but then you and your partner break up and then you no longer have a partner, but you still have the love sync? Well, the love sync will help you determine when you're ready to love again. This is true. Yeah, you just wow. you have to press the button every night before bed. And once it's been long enough, it'll light up green because the the ghosts in the machine will know that it's time for you to start getting in the in the love sync zone again. Yeah. They'll just oh, remember, wow. hey, didn't you used to get laid? <laughs> if you hit it enough times while you're single, it just plays a voice clip of like, <laughs> I I like to think that in our on our version, the Baywatch Rookie School podcast version of the Love Sync, mm -hmm. you're single, you haven't really had a chance to use the Love Sync in quite a while. It will automatically light up and just say, "I have a pair of shoes for you." <laughs> you be like, "Fuck, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> god anyways anyways um <laughs> next up uh we go to the gym or the lifeguard locker room where shawnee is sitting there being sad and uh mr kent shows up to clean out debbie's locker and call him manager dad <laughs> big manager energy he was more manager than dad <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's he's here to clean out Debbie's locker and he regrets being so hard on Debbie 
And yeah, of course, now he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Story. I have thoughts about where this plot line goes. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he leaves and Shawnee goes after him. Um, and now he gets some shots of Bobby just kind of wandering around. Well, Eddie follows him in his truck. Um, well, not really follows him, <laughs> looks for him. Um, but then we go with Shawnee to the beach where she meets with Zach, who lives in an airstream on the beach, which apparently you can do. And that's awesome. Um, I would like to do that. <laughs> it sounds dope. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Can right? you really do that? I don't know, but don't, Zach's doing I don't it. Think you can. <laughs> I want to do Right? Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> All the nice Seattle beaches around here. There's like one. <laughs> go set up an airstri- airstream on Elkai Beach. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Gardens is uh, horrible. True. But, you know, there is a spot <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, but she gets Zach to recount the story of what happened that night. And he says there was blood everywhere. And then Shawnee grabbed her hand, but she went under <laughs> there was blood everywhere. I looked for her, but she never surfaced again. I wrote down so many things in this moment. I was so <laughs> I was already mad at him because he didn't he didn't even try to right. save her mm-hmm. Like in this moment. I just like wrote down like. That is not what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he never tried to save her. There was never blood anywhere. We saw this whole scene. <laughs> this is all bullshit. You know what, Allie? <laughs> Zach gave me really big boyfriend from OC, the OC vibes. Yes. Yeah. So Morgan, this is why you got to watch the OC. So you get this reference. All right. Which which boyfriend in particular? Uh, Marissa Cooper's boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, the fuck boy. Yes. Yeah, super. The fuck yes. boy who's like always like the got his boy. like blonde <laughs> hair and his Hawaiian shirt and getting drunk and then sleeping with somebody's mom for a while. Oh. He's too no, he's him. sleeping yeah. with Marissa's mom. So he 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 stops sleeping with her and then sleeps with her mom. Right. The, and her mom, her mom was the one I was talking about before, who's always yeah. drunk. So and I should watch. She's this not show. in her right. Yes, mind. she's not in her right mind. Morgan, yeah. You absolutely should watch this show. Oh, OK. Uh, especially for. OK, so the final season of that show, people <laughs> hate. I don't hate it. Like there. I've never I've never do, seen do it. Care about spoilers? OK, no. I don't know if I'm okay. Gonna so, watch like, it. what happens is like, you know, so I'd watch it with you, aw, though, Michael. <laughs> we should set up a thing where we live stream, we stream over yes. for the OC, uh, <laughs> uh, and Morgan will watch. Uh, All right. Okay. And so, like, there is a giant earthquake, and like it, like, falls on Summer, and uh, and uh, Seth is what? like, oh, she's gonna die. <laughs> Uh, or something, and she's like uses the earthquake as a chance to be like, you know what, I should reconsider my whole life and like become bohemian. And you're like, he's like, what? No. And then uh, uh, who's the main character? Ryan, I think it is. Like he's he starts yeah. dating the annoying preppy girl who's like, I really no. dig him, especially now that he's a boxer. Uh, so he's like a boxer now. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> Seth and Summer get married and then there's like a kid. Oh, okay. yeah. So Seth's mom is pregnant again. And then when the earthquake, like 
uh, it causes like a fridge to fall on her and she loses the baby. Oh, yeah, this no. show is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, Morgan walked away because he didn't want to hear about the OC, but the OC is so good. It's not that great. It's so good. He can't. He's not here, so he can't hear that. He'll hear it when he edits this, whatever. Or he won't. Yeah. It's so good. Right, Morgan? <laughs> Absolutely. Gary's back. It's so good. <laughs> he didn't hear you in the middle part. That's good. That's good. Nope. Nope. We don't want him to be out of order. <laughs> season four of the OC. I was out of water and my throat was getting dry. Can I? So that's the exciting inside baseball uh, that you all get to learn about now. Can I do one more <laughs> short tangent here? Absolutely. When I was a- actually, I'm going to walk away and get water. Oh, this time. Okay. <laughs> then after this, I'll walk away. So uh, when I was a kid at summer camp once, I was talking with my camp counselor who's the kind of guy who's just like super into motorbikes and stuff like that. You know, you know, the kind of person, right? Sure, Um, sure. And he was like, yeah, I've been really digging uh, the OC. That show's really cool. And I'm like, I love the OC, man. He's like, yeah, yeah, that shows that shows great. You know, like I I love, you know, seeing all the like I love how like beautiful it looks. I was like, oh, yeah, like it's really, you know, it shot really well. And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, and I love, uh, I just love motorbikes. So I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, <laughs> the OC, the Orange County. And I'm like, oh, I'm talking oh. about the OC. The drama he goes, who watches that shit? And I was like, I do. <laughs> no. And he was like, it's okay, little buddy. We cool, but you better start watching that motorbike shit or else we're going to have a talking to. I was like, okay. So I watched one episode of The Orange County, and I was like, this ain't as good as The O.C. I'm going to go back to my <laughs> teen dramas. No. See, that's well, my tangent. Well. My life was um, interesting. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I didn't think it was Yeah, boring. what the hell? <laughs> uh, let's see. Where were we? Oh. We were at the point where uh, Shawnee lies and tells Zach that she found Debbie's body. And she's like, Zach, you must have helped fake Debbie's death. That's why you can't come down to the station and identify her because you know it isn't her body. And then it turns out Shawnee was totally right. And Debbie's alive and in the Airstream trailer and comes out yep. weeping. Debbie want that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I just wrote down, aha. <laughs> yeah, aha, but um, like, none of this makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, as long as we're in agreement. Well, like, I mean, I knew that something was something was going yeah. on. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I also wrote down, how dare you blame the innocent sharks? Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Only the guilty sharks. Yeah. um after this debbie and shawnee have a conversation on the beach which is introed really weirdly because it's a shot of zach that then zooms in on them on the beach like a hundred feet away (laughs) and i was very confused what the fuck that framing choice was um but it's what they did an unwitting on in her chessboard i guess um but yeah it turns out that Debbie disappeared because her dad is pretty abusive and shitty. And then Shawnee's like, well, but he feels bad now. So mm, you owe it to him to go back. And I was like, no, Shawnee, what are you doing? 
Don't do this. Don't encourage your friend to go back to their shitty abusive parents. Johnny's from a rich family where even if she leaves, they will deposit money into her bank account. Um, mm-hmm. But Debbie also has money because she withdrew 8000 bucks the day before and was just like, yeah, oh, good. This is fine. And like when you're like 21, 8000 bucks is quite a bit to just be able to like, yeah, free cash. Yeah. Well, and at this time, like eight thousand bucks is more like, like fifteen. Oh, we could do a conversion. Yeah. Do you mind waiting? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay, we're yeah. gonna type this in. We're gonna do nineteen ninety one to twenty twenty one inflation. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say twelve thousand. Twelve thousand five hundred. I would guess. I'm gonna guess fourteen. Okay, calculate. Fifteen five seven nine. Oh, wow. I was closer with my first one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went way down because then I was like, "Well, inflation's not that bad." <laughs> Do I know the total inflation percentage? Sure. Oh God, from from nineteen. Yeah, well, nineteen one to now. How much? Like the percentage of how much is inflated? Yeah, that's nearly a hundred. Yeah. Right? Ninety-four point yeah. six seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. And if you wanna if you wanna find out more about this, just Google hyperinflation. Uh I have some stuff to talk about hyperinflation. <laughs> I did some papers. Oh no, that. we can't go there, Michael. <laughs> I mean not not this podcast. I mean, I, Our Sonic podcast. Oh uh, what? <laughs> what? Never mind. What? I'm I was just gonna talk about I did papers on hyperinflation in my finance degree. Oh, Oh, the finance version. Yeah, okay, that's not what I was talking about. Um, I mean, I guess then do go Google Sonic hyperinflation, but don't blame me for what the fuck you find. Wait, what? I'm Um, Googling this right now. Wait, Sonic hyperinflation. Explore the best Sonic inflation art? Okay, wait, do you want the deep part or the Reddit? Oh, Ah, okay. Well, it's mostly not Sonic. It's mostly like Rouge the Bat, very pregnant. <laughs> That's not what I thought. Was Are we not talking about Sonic Inflation, the tag on DeviantArt? <laughs> what were you talking about? That is definitely not not what I thought. Yep, no, it was going to be inflated. You found you found what I was talking about. What, are, you, um, are you telling me that? <laughs> Hold on. There was that this, there was a meme going around. This isn't what you were referring oh. to. <laughs> there was a meme going around for a while in the same format that I just did, where it would take a vaguely finance sounding term that was actually a term for like obscure niche furry porn and oh, yeah, I found be that. like Yeah, this. <laughs> I can't believe Sonic Inflation is an actual actual economic term. <laughs> oh, that's that's actually really funny. <laughs> okay. Oh man. My my dad is an economics professor. <laughs> oh yeah, so send him this pic. He'll get it. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up. I grew up hearing this stuff all the time. Oh my god. Like, he'll be like, you'll be like, hey, uh, what's the news on the Robotnik today? And he'll be like, oh man, it's down. <laughs> 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 oh my god oh, oh wow. my god 
That's funny. I thought it was going to be worse than that. Oh, there's worse. Uh, there, there's worse. Yeah, there's much worse. Look, I, <laughs> look I've already used I stuff to on this podcast where I Google Baywatch hentai, you know, and talk about <laughs> it on the podcast. I ain't going to get into Sonic because that's going to be you. <laughs> that's for like our like, you know, in between season Sonic fetish. <laughs> Michael, we cannot do that. I absolutely you, refuse. You say that. But what we could do <laughs> is watch the Son of the Hedgehog movie. Ooh, and then look up okay. Ooh. Art of it. Have you seen it? <laughs> Have yet? I seen I it yet? Seen it. Allie, <laughs> I, I, I only do an I'm entire sorry. bit on this show where I rate <laughs> every single I'm bar sorry. fight scene based off of the bar fight scene in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Have you seen it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have you seen it? I have not. You have not seen it. seen it, and you wouldn't know about the bar fight. It's like Morgan. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we have gone completely off the rails. We should start wrapping this episode up. Um, yeah. So basically, for you Bobby's- people, fucking this up and trying to bring up things that you think you know about. Don't, because he won't watch the Sonic the goddamn Hedgehog movie. Maybe he wouldn't be off the rails. But no, you always have to be like, have you seen the Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm not a poser like you do. I see the things I make jokes about, and that's how I make jokes about them. Unlike you. What's wrong with you? Get a life. <laughs> yes, exactly. I would like to formally apologize. Good. Apology accepted. <laughs> Mistakes have been made. <laughs> I'm not a perfect person, but I can try to be better. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wins the award for weirdest bit we've ever done on this. Podcast. Are you sure? <laughs> oh God! You had a whole episode um, that was a bit. That's my true. Yeah, my stomach does hurt a little bit now. <laughs> Ooh. Um, whew. Do you need me to take over? So, yeah. Uh, sure, if you want to take this next scene. Sure. So, you know, we had the discussion with with Debbie and, uh, you know, Shauna was like, this is stupid. Go back to your dad, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that mm-hmm. just kind of, well, there's one more scene to that. But our next scene is just more a Bobby around on the pier walking around Mm -hmm. um and there's a one i think funny part about this so mostly it's like bobby very lost uh and i'm sure he's very scared you know he's walking around Mm -hmm. and talking to people and people are confused and there's like fishermen walking by he says hi to them but there's one funny part where he goes up to this like guy with a football and he's like oh hey football guy like i play football i have a good arm we could throw and he goes Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. And then Bobby says, yeah, <laughs> yeah. never mind. And I'm like, okay, that's funny. Um, but he's walking around. And so then Eddie has his binoculars and he sees his brother and he calls him backup, which I felt like was kind of unnecessary. Like, I, I, I don't know what he assumed was going to happen, that he would need the backup. Well, Here's what I thought was going on was that <laughs> that it had to do with the antipsychotic medication. What part? 
<laughs> maybe like maybe he thought that when his brother was getting close to the water, he was like, oh, shit, he's going to fall in because he's on these meds. That'll make mm. him not have, a, you know, that'll make him be. Ah, um, gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. But I don't think Eddie's that smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I I thought a lot about like, why was this? Why was this situation like such an emergency? But then I was like, well, OK, I might be underestimating the distance from the pier to the yeah. water. It didn't look that far, but yeah, it could have been further. Also, like, we don't know if Bobby can swim. Yeah. And the meds might slow his reaction. So this probably was an emergency. But like. Yeah. Yeah, it was and those water, not a very fall far. Those 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 waters are rough. We've seen multiple yeah. episodes yeah. where it's like the the waves will crash against the pier and you could be taken straight into, you know, just a wooden your pole and that could hurt yeah. and you can also just be taken under. It's gets pretty rough when there's yeah. something in the way. Right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's reasonable, but back up, I don't know. So Eddie ends up driving onto the pier. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. yep. this is the pier which where we had an episode, a very boring episode that we instead talked about Cool Cat on, um, where <laughs> part of the plot was that the pier sucks and needs to be replaced. So maybe you mm-hmm. should drive on the pier, but OK. That's a good point. OK. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, so Eddie drives onto the pier and Bobby thinks that maybe they replaced no. it <laughs> they would have made an episode about it they would have been like they replaced yeah. okay. here and they cut corners capitalism okay <laughs> all right well how else are you gonna make a pier if you aren't cutting any corners you you have to have it square wah, at some point wah, wah, wah. Is this a pun? <laughs> i give that a two out of ten Aww. that is more generous than it deserves i get it at zero because i don't get it because <laughs> because you have to it's corners like a square like the pier's you a square you gotta you, you gotta you gotta, you gotta cut pier. cut wood so that there's corners the corner. okay. yeah <laughs> so so bobby is, so bobby bobby is on the pier bobby bobby oh bobby. dang it bobby dang it bobby, bobby. <laughs> i'm a very narrow urethra uh, I saw propane and propane accessories. Um, so Bobby is walking around and he thinks he sees someone that's about to fall off the pier. So he, because he doesn't want anything bad to happen, I think to anyone, goes towards this person he thinks he sees and like starts hanging on or climbs up on the edge of the pier and starts like hanging off of it. And then um, he falls in. So then Eddie mm-hmm. jumps off the pier after him, just like Mitch and Shawnee have done before. So all of our main characters basically get there. I get to jump off the pier shot. Um, I think mm-hmm. this is our third pier jump shot this season. Probably, yeah. at least. Something like that. So then I'm, I'm summing this up quickly. Eddie grabs mm-hmm. Bobby and the backup shows up to help carry Bobby to shore. And then... Eddie hugs his brother and they cry and he tells him it's safe. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And then Allie, you want to finish off the episode? Yeah. I, I, is is that kind of it? I think there's, there's like two more quick scenes. I have four more lines of note 
And oh, I okay. didn't. I didn't. So, oh, no worries. I can I can finish this off because I I have four okay. lines of notes for the entire rest of the episode, sure. and I think they've okay. got some nice symmetry. Um, so I want to read them, which is that our next scene is Shawnee brings Debbie's dad to see her and they have a tearful reunion. Oh, that's right. That's right. And yeah, I didn't write down anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bobby goes back to the ranch and they have a tearful goodbye. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Well, yep. well, well OK, well, it's the more important <laughs> part is so Bobby is back. Eddie says he's going to visit Bobby more often. And Bobby mm-hmm. says, I don't think I'll be able to take care of you. I don't think you'll be. Uh, I can be your big brother anymore. And Eddie says, "You'll yeah. always be my big brother," except for the fact that Eddie forgets about him and never brings him back because he's dead. <laughs> yes. But then <laughs> the episode has ends on my favorite line of the entire episode. So the episode ends on Bobby saying, "That's my brother." And smiling, and then this horse whinnies, and then Bobby just goes shush, and then it ends. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. very funny to me. I was like, "Oh, that's that's improv right there." Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's so. That's our episode. Oh yeah, Sha- Shawnee Shawnee kisses Bobby on the cheek, like you know, to say goodbye, and then um, and then the doctor sort of brushes the part of his cheek where she kissed, and then he goes, and then Bobby goes, "She kissed me," <laughs> <laughs> like. It was, it was cute, but it was, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was also also I was curious about the part where uh-huh. um where Shawnee reunites uh, Debbie with her dad, and the dad is hugging her and they're crying and he like she's saying I'm sorry and he's saying I'm sorry and then Debbie just or yeah Shawnee just kind of leaves. Uh, I was sort of curious about like. Is the dad like? Because if I'm the dad, like, of course I'm going to be happy that you know my kid is alive. Sure. Then I'm going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you make me think you were dead? Like, it would go very quickly. Well, from we actually know what being, happens. Being happy and relieved. We actually, we actually to... know what happens next because Shawnee told us. Well, oh, do we? Is that he's going to murder her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's convenient that Shawnee just walks out of the room. <laughs> like, I'll just leave you to your dad. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting all these images in here so that I have options for our alternate episode art. Or we can just so that I can find them. Put them in the show. <laughs> we'll probably do that too. What one quick one quick note that you, you can edit this out of the episode. But it's going to be very mm-hmm. funny to you, Morgan. Uh, there's mm-hmm. another spider. <laughs> there's another spider? Last episode, I, I took a pause in the middle of me talking to point out a spider. And then took another pause yes. and said, hold on, you may hear a sound. And I came back a few seconds later and said, I just killed the spider. <laughs> and Morgan lost it. It was very funny because it was specifically in the context of him hating the episode. And so his metaphor for what the episode was like was like having squished that spider. Yeah, it was improv. <laughs> it was very good. It was good. It was improv. <laughs> so uh, that it. was the episode. So mm-hmm. on a scale of one to ten, or one is ruining your food so bad that the smoke alarm goes off and ten it's getting your boy toy, David Hasselhoff, to talk to you about Wuthering Heights. Allie, what would you rate this episode? <laughs> I've given it a lot of thought, and I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Oh, wow. Why? Yeah. 
I I th- I thought it was pretty good. I f- like there was there was lots of action. There was a shark <laughs> scene that was a flashback, but it was still in there. Big um, Jabberjaw there fan, was, Alex. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was there was like a, a plot, to like a like a some, like a character tried to kill herself off. <laughs> um, the show doesn't do. Plot. There was. <laughs> there was wakeboarding at the very beginning. True, that was exciting. Um, yeah, I didn't. I I wasn't. I was. Ple- I think. I think I'm giving it a seven out of ten because I was so pleasantly surprised by a few things. <laughs> that that i'm like i'm gonna give i'm gonna give it credit for that yeah that's fair <laughs> like i could have been much much worse yeah Allie, and what would you say a seven oh, yeah. is seven is like when you're okay so like you've <laughs> you've gone out to dinner with your friends but you've stayed like late and um and it's now been like three maybe four hours since you've actually mm-hmm. eaten um, and you're and you're driving home from dinner um, and, and you're like, well, shit, what can I eat? And then you see a Taco Bell and then you go and you yes. get Taco Bell. And it's not <laughs> it's not great, but it's pretty. Whoa, good. That's All like right. a 10 out of 10 for me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't I've never had a 10 out of 10 Taco Bell. I have. Yeah, I don't think I have either. That's every Taco Bell experience. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Taco Bell, but like not that much. Well, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I had a much lower opinion of this episode when we started this recording than where I think I end up now. And that's in large part due to what Ali said earlier about having spoken to a mutual friend of ours who is a psychiatrist and having gotten her, you know, take on this character and this portrayal and learning that this was more accurate than I had assumed it was. Um, It felt very heightened to me, which I'm sure it is to some extent, certainly, because it is still the 90s. It's probably a dramatization, yeah. For sure. (laughs) But at least to know that it's more grounded in reality than I had originally assumed, actually, I think for me, frames this episode in a slightly better light. Um, Yeah. So I I think where I come down is like, I definitely wasn't super into this episode. I definitely uh, found myself, you know, checking various chat and messaging apps during the watching of it and, uh, you know, maybe not giving it my full attention. But I think overall it was it was pretty decent. And I think this is probably one of the better Eddie centric episodes that we've ever gotten um, so I'm I'm going to give it a solid six. I think it was a good episode. It wasn't didn't blow me away, but I I didn't hate watching it, certainly. And, you know, I think it would be a totally reasonable episode to show someone as if they weren't already a Baywatch person. Um, and I am going to say that a six is the experience of trying to fake your own death, but the person who you've entrusted (laughs) with the knowledge of that is such a terrible actor that there was absolutely no chance you were ever going to get away with it. But it's fun for a little bit, at least. Uh, Michael, how about you? Um, Yeah, so... Actually, question to you, Morgan. What were you going to rate this Mm -hmm. before we started the episode? Maybe like a three. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... 
Yeah, I had a feeling from the beginning, just based on things I've seen, like general, I guess, picked up knowledge about mental health and then uh, and disorders and also experiencing the 90s um, that I I assumed this was going to be bad, but it wasn't. So I'm going to give it a seven as well. I think. Wow. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Bobby. I enjoyed the actor's portrayal. Even though it wasn't truly just schizophrenia, um, yeah, I enjoyed his portrayal. I think Eddie was wholly mostly unoffensive. I think this episode was wholly mostly unoffensive. Uh, yeah, which is good. Um, and yeah, you know, I just I, I had a, I had a decent time watching this episode. I didn't hate it. It felt like. Uh, something where, you know, if I was watching week to week, I'd be like, this is the average kind of quality of a show I'd enjoy watching week or, you know, maybe binge watching of. So I, I appreciated it. And yeah. I would say a seven is. See, it is I'm ruined because originally I was going to do feet capitalism here. Uh, <laughs> oh. Describe a seven. This would have been a weird place to do feet capitalism. Look, yes. In my opinion. One time I brought up a rating and then talked about how a guy from Germany got lost in Maine and thought it was San Francisco. Like, you know. Yep. So like, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. So it's like, look, that wouldn't have been the weirdest <laughs> thing I brought up. Uh, I would say that a seven is <laughs> this is going to be controversial celebrating 4th of July by praying for the destruction of America. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, it's timely. It won't be when the episode comes out, but it is when we're recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, look, that's what I did. I, I prayed for destruction of America, watched Where's Waldo, which we may have already talked about in the week before this. <laughs> and also, fun things I, I also did, uh, watched uh, with some friends the first episode of a new anime called Odd Taxi, which you should watch if you like anime. It's about a taxi Ooh, driver. Yeah, I? yeah. It's really good. It's about a taxi driver who uh, is kind of a curmudgeon who ends up accidentally... In the middle of a bunch of drama, he does not want to be in. Um, and everybody Ooh. is an animal. And he's a walrus. Uh, and that part's <laughs> okay. good. And the other thing I did huh. was I decided to, with my friends, discover what Bumble Friends is. Uh, and we looked for ah. Bumble Friends. Uh, and there was nobody on there I would actually want to be friends with, especially since most of them were frowning. And now I finally <laughs> understand oh. what dating is like as a woman. <laughs> that's a joke i don't fully understand but there's like one dude who's just like oh yeah like uh, i don't really have any skills and i don't know why i'm married uh but you should hang out with me and i was like mm, definitely <laughs> that's the one i'm gonna hang out with gary over here uh, they're all they're all like that um it's pretty it's a pretty sad state of affairs Actually, if you're on TikTok, there's a pretty funny TikToker who goes through dating profiles and she reads 
Like the, the particularly oh, bad ones. Oh, you need to tell me. Ooh. You need to in the chat just tell me who that is. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah, let me because find her that sounds handle. amazing. Because that's what I do. I go through. I go through specifically Bumble to try and find the worst ones possible, um, mm. and then I screenshot them and I share them with friends. Uh, nice. But yeah, that's what a seven is. Now, uh, let's talk about what we have next episode. Uh, next episode mm-hmm. is also again part of our um, our guest month, full mm-hmm. of full of guests, and in fact, it will be a new guest who we've not had on the podcast before. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, our next episode is season two, episode nineteen, "The Lost Treasure of Tower 12. So, Ooh. yes. Um, so first. Let's do the Baywatch wiki description, which says two thieves lose their loot under a lifeguard tower and Shawnee is swept off her feet by an eccentric, by an eccentric beach poet. Okay. Okay. Sounds interesting. Let's talk about the INDB description of which there is two. Ooh. Do you want to hear both or do you want to hear the anonymous or the named? Uh, Let's go with the named. Because we gotta, we gotta do one from someone who at least respects their work enough to sign their name. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fair. Um, also, sorry, uh, let me before I do that, I also just want to read to you um, uh, a review here uh, of of mm-hmm. Sharks Cove, which is mm-hmm. from. So as we referenced before, there's a Sand Crab seven two two and a Sand Crab two seven seven who are completely different people who write Baywatch reviews. <laughs> this is ba- Crab 722 who wrote... Oh, good. <laughs> that that okay, came at a perfect time. Um, who wrote, Shawnee's hot friend disappears, and Eddie's brother is not ready to be a lifeguard, though he is good with horses, angry fathers, competitive swimmers. Tension is in this episode, 9 out of 10. Don't know right. why that's a nine out of ten. Wow. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Tension is in this yes. episode. <laughs> Anyways, Lost Treasure Tower Twelve. Eddie. Oh, this is from KGF Vissers, who oh who boy. wrote us our uh, our description. Okay. Eddie worries, bordering on jealousy, due to Shawnee's eager response to courteous flattery from dirt poor bohemian student poet Ian. Who, oh my God! Who comes into this language? I know, I know. <laughs> Dirt. It, look, look, this guy mostly student. writes plot reviews for Lilac. For for uh, for what the fuck is this show? Hashtag like me. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> anyways, uh, oh, and he's German. Anyways, um, who comes into money <laughs> and instantly starts spending it lavishly on an extravaganza for her after finding a box of jewelry. That was the loot of two wow. ruthless burglars who brutalized beachgoers while searching for the box they buried. Ignoring the tower they used Ugh. as reference point is regularly m- moved. As that al- that alliteration was painful. I know. Well, get this: as Mich is engaged, otherwise <laughs> he misspelled. <laughs> ch- uh, 
is engaged otherwise. He deput. I'm sorry. Who? As as as. Sorry, who? as Mitch. As Mitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to. I want to hear you say. As Mitch. <laughs> this is a. This is a great sentence. Is engaged otherwise. He deputizes eager Harvey to teach a class of schoolgirls windsurfing, oh, which he never mastered no. himself. So. This next word I'm not going to read. Ben must step in. Um, it was not not nice language. Anyways, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe I should have read the anonymous one. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, sounds not necessarily great. Um, mm-hmm. But too bad we told the guests to come. <laughs> so they're gonna be there. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, this has been uh, this has been wonderful. I'm so glad you could come back, Allie. Always a delight so having you on. <laughs> it was really fun to be back. And we'll of course uh, have glad. you back next season. Oh, of course. Oh yes, Start please. Start looking at episodes and tell us which one strikes your fancy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe there's an OC oh, crossover. Really fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, please have me talk about the OC. I would love to. The, the OC yeah. Baywatch. Just a bunch of... Uh, <laughs> I, I I lost the joke. I lost it. It's not coming back. <laughs> it's fine. I, it might make Michael a little mad. I shipped some characters. I won't tell yes. you now, but I shipped some characters that were uh, not popular Wait, did you, to be did shipped you ship- together. Uh, Anna, the the like goth, the punky alt girl with Seth. Is that who I wouldn't like? Because I shipped that. Did you? I did. I that was one of it's my ships. Ship. But I I shipped. I she shipped played two with boys his ponies. together. It's great. <laughs> Morgan, this means nothing to you. <laughs> Absolutely you, not. You're like she played with his ponies. What is that a euphemism? No, she didn't play with his ponies. Summer played with his ponies while. I think no. Summer was in the beach house, and then Anna played with his ponies. Either way, he had sex with both of them, or something. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wait, sorry. Who did you ship? This is important. Sorry. <laughs> I shipped two. I shipped two boys together. I can talk about it whenever we're, we're not, whenever we. That, do that might not happen. So I need to know now. <laughs> I want it to happen, but it might not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget it by then too. So you gotta tell me. I mean, like everybody, like everybody who I knew was shipping was shipping of Ryan course, and Seth of course, together because they're brothers. Like because there were so many moments where they were so like, and you're like, just yeah, kiss. No, absolutely. Kiss. <laughs> Ryan's always just like, I love you, man. And Seth is like, Yeah, but I love you kind of a little bit more than that. Uh, and Ryan's like, Oh, that's yep. cool. Seth's like, I really, really yep. like. <laughs> And I am supposed to watch this show. Yes. How does that not make you want to watch it? No, that actually does make you want to watch it. Did you you ship Ryan with Marissa's mom, Julie? (laughs) Here's here's what I did. Like, um, okay, now I'm trying to remember what the actor's name was. Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. I basically shipped Peter Gallagher and everybody. Peter Gallagher with his own wife. <laughs> Peter Gallagher and his wife. 
Peter Gallagher and Seth. um and Marissa's and mom, Peter Gallagher Seth. and Seth, Peter Gallagher and, <laughs> and his adopted son. <laughs> Peter and Gallagher and Marissa's dad, who's just like the old fart <laughs> who's just there for money. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a great idea. Peter <laughs> He just he just exudes sex to me, so like I mean I just like please make out. I mean I guess he's an attractive man, but he was more his more his vibe was like, I know lost stuff and I'm a dad. <laughs> maybe he exuded sex. I don't remember that part. Peter Gallagher is sexy law dad. He is sexy. Coming soon to ABC. I mean that's what it is. He's basically <laughs> And then it, it inspired me to like have like I thought I always thought it would be really funny like if you have like a teen show mm-hmm. where like there's one girl and she's in a love triangle with two guys and she she's not really into either of them but she is into their dad oh. <laughs> that that's that's the TV show I'm gonna all right Ooh. I'd watch it I like that 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 sounds like a dating sim game honestly <laughs> you gotta like yeah you gotta bump up the relationship points so you get to go over to their house enough to then go meet the dad and then it that's when it yeah. really starts yep. <laughs> you can call it meet daddy <laughs> i mean that feels a little bit too on the nose for saying like game grumps already sort of did uh yeah true yeah we should instead call it like daddy daycare <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh god oh we need to wrap this episode up nothing good can come from the rest of this Daddy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god michael um Allie, with that dad. wonderful with that wonderful intro uh do you want to plug anything <laughs> no no one will want to listen to it after this <laughs> <laughs> the the TV show that I'm writing, you mean? Do you want me to put Yes, yeah, Daddy that Daycare. Sounds great. <laughs> Daddy Daycare. <laughs> no, um, so my uh, my podcast, I've had some life stuff going on, so it, it it has taken a brief hiatus, so there aren't new, new episodes, but um, I do have a podcast called Well, What Happened? Um, and basically fun, awesome people come on my show and tell me good stories. Um, and someday I'm going to, (laughs) I have a bunch, I have a bunch that I haven't edited yet and I'm going to release and they're going to be great. Mm -hmm. But the ones that are already out, um, are really good too. So, um, yeah, listen to those and I will, I will get my stuff together and, (laughs) um, and release new episodes eventually. Yeah, I'll say having... (laughs) Having heard all the episodes you put out, I second the endorsement. It's a really fun time. I've also listened to them. And Aww. Good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I need to have I need to have Michael come to oh, my I story. To, yeah, I, I think I've last time I mentioned to Morgan that I I wanted to do my Bacardi my Bacardi drinking contest story. Ooh, you've you've heard this one, Morgan. I think so, yeah. But now I'm not sure. Maybe I have to do the Gemday one. <laughs> I have too many stories. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, if yeah. folks want to hear more of Michael's stories, you know what to do. I That's don't. right. It's come keep tuning in oh, to Baywatch I it was, School every single week. I thought it was going to weekly <laughs> therapy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, listen, 
It's been a weird fucking 18 months. We could all use some weekly therapy. More like a weird 30 <laughs> years. Yes. Um, I will say my therapy has gone from weekly to bi-weekly, hey. so mm. that means I'm doing Honestly, <laughs> I wish I were bi-weekly because I could get out of work more often. Mm. Oh, that's the that's there galaxy brain right there. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to find us on Twitter, our show handle is at Rookie School Pod. I'm at Morgan P. Thrap. I'm at Snotsnit, S-N-O-T, S-N-I-T. Allie, do you want to plug your Twitter? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not really on Twitter. Fair enough. You can check out you can check out my podcast, which also doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like. Oh, yeah. But, the the podcast URL is uh, what happened dot show perfect which I was happy to grab so and yeah, we will have a link in the show notes and so check there oh, as well so um, so sweet. Before, but we before we go mm-hmm. I'd like to offer one Twitter thing uh, this is going to be the first and only and last time we ever call out the random Baywatch Twitter account hey how you doing <laughs> stop fighting. With the other Baywatch <laughs> Twitter account on Twitter. Okay? Like, you get it? You have opinions. And we're over here just being like, ha ha ha, just stop fighting with the David Hasselhoff <laughs> update Baywatch Twitter account over who, over what your opinion is on the Baywatch movie. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Stop fighting. Okay? There we go. <laughs> it's it's interesting to pick an internet fight about that. <laughs> Some people have different of opinions. All things. Like they weren't really fighting that much. I just want mom and dad to stop fighting. <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, I'm sure they will appreciate that uh, reminder to relax in uh, three to four weeks when this episode comes out. That's, that's how long it takes me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you all next week. And uh, just remember... Hips, lips, and fingertips. Wow, that was a weird way to say that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that was. Anyways. All right. Bye.